right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Someone outside of here is not ready. We, he'll come in eventually, yeah. and then you know, hey, I want to get him with this because the listeners can hear when Aaron comes in, the the tumult. Yeah, oh yeah, it's always ensues the <laughs> the chaos. Like I said, he's moved his recording to a construction site. It's somewhere along the way. I don't know when, but it's a, he always puts on the bad headphones. Every yes, time. first, yep, and he's <laughs> even been talking about having the good headphones charged earlier today. Yeah. So I'm very yes. curious if he does the bad. It's like Dude, bad, if it's he, like bad cop, good cop. Like if he if oh, he how do I sound now? Oh. the good headphones. Oh no, when he does the gain thing, unreal. When if he pulls out the good headphones, like all right, it's charged, and then he tries to connect them and they're dead, I'm gonna fuck. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have a problem. Just kick him out. I'm gonna have a big problem. Uh, It is 5:32. No, I don't. We never talked about time. It's Wednesday. Yeah. The recording has begun. We're live. live. It's live 32. It's live 30. (laughs) Yeah, 9 a.m. 9:32 a.m. Yeah. Uh, We record at nine. Of course, this goes right out. Which would explain the lack of editing, of course, right. Car, is how that works, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, We're waiting for Aaron, um, because that's what we're doing here today. Car, how was your uh, week? Did you win any volleyball games? What's going on in volleyball world? Oh, you know, I'm winning games, winning games, playing games, winning games. Went down to a renaissance yeah, fair. I, I, oh, okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, here he comes. <laughs> I was this close to clicking deny. (laughs) Hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, hey. (laughs) What? What are you you laughing at? Immediately. Oh, hey. We we decided we would start without you. Um, Oh, yeah? Yeah, because we wanted to see if we could get uh, to see if we could get the audience to hear what it sounds like when you come in with the wrong headset on. <laughs> and it uh, seems like you're prepared this week. First time yeah. in 30. It's a miracle. It's a it's an Aaron, he, another Aaron yeah. miracle where he, he manages to ruin our bit by actually doing the right thing <laughs> rather he than ruining our bit by doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, hey, what whatever, the hell? whatever I can do. Wow. Oh, unreal. Yeah. Hole in one. Renaissance fair car? How was yeah, that? I went down to, it was great. It was great. Got yeah, a yeah. real hammer with Meatbird. Yeah, down in Texas. Oh, uh, Meatbird. Yeah, he was there. So, yeah, it was super fun, man. Uh, got down there, got stuck in traffic along the way, so I got there really frustrated and bought a bottle of wine and down that immediately, and then I was yeah. off to the races. So I don't really very know middle-aged. Oh, that's yeah. very middle-aged yeah, yeah, of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah just, that's good. Were so, you dressed up? Did you LARP? Uh, did you live action role play? I did not, but Meatbird did. Uh, so oh, like, Meatbird sounds like a hell of a guy, then. Yeah, that's he pretty is. Great. That's mm-hmm. good. Did you have a There's turkey a leg? There's fair in my hometown. My hometown has like maybe 5,000 people. It's one of the largest towns like land-wise. So when it comes, it's for the entire month of October. And like the one main road in my town is backed up for like five towns. Yeah. And it's That's sucked. how this was. That's how this was. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, so it was like three hours away from where I live. People fucking it, love it. It took me five hours to get there. It's the biggest yeah. Renaissance fair in the country, apparently. That's what they say. Oh damn! Yeah, it's like five hundred thousand people go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yep. wow! Damn, yeah, this like ridiculous. I went to a Renaissance fair. Of Good thing we're building people? back better. Yeah. We right. Have there you go. Structure for Renaissance. Fair. We have That's great. <laughs> yeah, six hundred thousand next year. What a great after segue! Year. Yeah. <laughs> after this new podcast. bill, after this new bill got signed today by <laughs> by by not Joe Biden. <laughs> your town of 800 people can now have a a, a cloverleaf intersection with five superhighways <laughs> to distribute people into your semi-annual renaissance fair of we are building back. people 
We, we are building, building back. back. Building back. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, that's so good. True. Renaissance fair for every town. That's the <laughs> part of that's in the bill. That's in the bill. That's how we're going to explode the kind of the empire. Earmarked for that. For earmarked, yeah. <laughs> earmarked for rent fairs they across passed, the country. Passed that. The up. Renaissance lobby made sure to do that. <laughs> Big LARP. R pack. Oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Man. Man. They gave uh that that is actually one of the stories I selected today was your boy car Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. They gave him about two billion dollars, and they were like, "Go for it, man." Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, with, like with almost no instruction, just like this, here you yeah, go. this inept criminal is yeah. being <laughs> just took five months off to take care of a baby that he adopted with his husband, <laughs> and now he's just. Yeah, just carte blanche to just do whatever the hell he wants across he the just, country. I hope he just starts putting up big statues of himself and Why chasing Buttigieg. Breastfeeding his kid. Infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they gave him. They gave him. I don't even know how much, but they gave him so much money that he's he's the he's the most powerful transportation secretary ever in history. Which is great because that's got to be one of the wash positions, right? Like that's just like, <laughs> oh, I like this guy, and he doesn't have a great chances of getting a job unless he served in the government before. Yeah. Uh, give it to Pete. Give it to old <laughs> Mayor Pete. Congrats, congrats, Pete. Pete, man. Yeah, shout out to you, Pete. Um, yeah. Way to go. I'm trying to find out how much goddamn libertarian work. of the week. Libertarian of the week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Boom. Renaissance so, Pete. <laughs> and what's great is what's great is. Um, the goal was like something insane. Like they gave, so they gave him like a trillion dollars mm-hmm. and it's basically, he was like, we're going to fix a lot of potholes, <laughs> <laughs> which is, yeah. you know, I guess that's what you want if from a transportation secretary, fix a lot of potholes. And then he was like, the highways are racist. We're going to fix that. One billion dollars to that. We're going to de-race yep. de- de- reasonable. Incredibly reasonable in the year 2020. One billion. One billion. One cool billion to kill racism on the interstate <laughs> highway system. We're getting rid of it, boys. It's, it's, yeah. We're getting rid of it. Yeah. And, then he get, and then he gets like, oh, I don't know. I, to, to me, that there's another billion going to the project to reconnect cities and neighborhoods. I'm not sure. what that. I'm, I don't know what that means. <laughs> It and means then, funneling your fucking poor heroin addicts to your suburban and, yeah, and if you're wondering if you're wondering where the other nine hundred and ninety-eight billion dollars is going, uh probably to a baby shower or something yeah, yeah. like that. I, you know, who I don't really know. Private island down in uh, uh Terra <laughs> Little Saint Pete. Yeah. Little Saint Pete. <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't so, fucking know. They get yep. so yeah. The mayor, I want the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, is now one of the most powerful members of the White House. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe pretty, second. Impressive. Yeah. Anybody could have done it. It could have been you or I. Well, it's certainly it could have been. The beauty I mean, it's, of this it's, system. It's, it's, it's probably mostly due oh, to his looks. Is that? Are you serious? Who are you getting a phone call from? <laughs> my girlfriend. So I'm definitely not answering. She knows yeah. I'm recording. <laughs> That's her bed. Hell yeah. That's her bed. Hell yeah. Actually, he she... turned it from a negative to a positive. <laughs> Unreal. Well, okay. Babe, I'm recording. Babe, she probably needs me I to like talk with my internet friend. <laughs> 12 gallons of milk have to get oh. moved into the house somehow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm recording. And into warm bottles for air. Yeah, babe. I have gotten I have gotten away with a lot by simply going yeah, recording can't do it yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> can't pause an online game mom <laughs> oh Pete the builder yeah, yeah. send him off um, I'm you know for him. he's not winning at the black voters <laughs> so so I guess that's the point about de making the roads less racist but I he's not. Can you imagine? No. no. Great, con- great content from Ron DeSantis in response. I believe he said something like uh, he was talking about he was ta- talking about Pete, and I think he just described Pete's statements about the racist roads as hearing some very, very weird stuff. <laughs> that's good. That's, good. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Yeah, just some very oh, weird stuff. Man. Yeah. 
that sometimes the, the stuff that comes out of DeSantis's mouth is funnier than the stuff that comes out of Trump's. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got to work on his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. He, but he definitely says all the, but he definitely <laughs> very, has. Very to say, he heard some very, very weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Weird stuff. Uh, which is exactly how it would be categorized. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, in uh, uh, more weird, very, very weird stuff. I, I, you know, I got a little small reaction in the group chat over this one. I'm a little annoyed by that, but, um, Sesame Street introducing first Asian American Muppet. Oh, I saw you. It's a great line. That's a great line. And nobody, (laughs) I don't even get it. Wait, what's going on here? There's an Asian American Muppet. Because there's no reaction. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the phrase Asian American Muppet would have gotten a, a larger reaction. I'm, I'm uh, so gassed on, like, <laughs> like, just any racial humor at this point that it takes, like, it, you have to move mountains for me to, like, even pay attention because I've been spoon-fed racism for, you know, every waking moment of my <laughs> life just, for the last ten years. Oh, I just like the phrase. I just yeah. like the phrase. But Asian that's American all, Muppet. That's all I got on that one, man. That's yeah, all sorry, I got man. on that I'm one. Sorry. My, uh, my, my, uh, my endorphins are all blown out basically but just totally blown out they're just shot man i can't get excited about racism anymore well how about you try and get excited i'll get excited for you yeah thanks okay that's great thanks that's why we brought you in uh look at this we already ran through uh the infrastructure bill i'm gonna take that out we don't need to talk about that we just did that um are we the number one you know what we failed at we are not the number one kamala harris tracking podcast we we certainly aren't is anybody not yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm not sure she exists. She's hitting the skids. Um, really? These are some great yeah. numbers. Yeah, she was uh, supposed to be the vice president, you know, beloved. Everybody figured she was going to take power by 2022. That still that still might happen. Um, mm-hmm. Polls are coming out for approval ratings. Fellas, 26 percent, a cool 26 for Kamala. Hey, that's uh, one a, that's quarter of population. It's uh, it's a lot. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, Aaron. Um, she's been getting a lot of bad jobs, you know, and she's been doing a lot of weird stuff. A she's lot been of very, very weird stuff. Very um, sloppy. <laughs> she, she, she is very sloppy, man. She does this thing. So here was the thing that I thought was really bizarre. She did a French accent. Did you see this? No. She was in France, and it's kind of Chad. It's kind of Chad. We could consider it from a Chad. I'm listening. She was in France at a COVID-19 lab on a visit. (laughs) Why? Just checking it out. Checking it out. Yeah. Routine inspection. So here's where we make the COVID-19. Here's where we make the COVID-19. Very good. Looks good. Very good. Very clean. But she wasn't in Canada, fellas. She wasn't in Canada. High quality. Not that lab. (laughs) Not that lab. She she was there and she was talking about like what she was you know how France was upset recently because of ah, the, the deals that was made with Australia. That deal. Fran, Fran, yeah, yeah, very yes. There you go, car. That's the the rare cars French guy uh, impression yeah. coming out. I haven't <laughs> seen that since episode seventy nine. <laughs> go check it out, fellas. Yeah, go check uh, it out. She's being mocked because she does this. She's trying to do this offensive, you know, to shore up some relations with France. As you'll know, America's oldest ally. She, uh, really, you know, really unappreciative of uh, the, the of what they did for us in the Revolutionary you know, War, Bird. Whatever they did, I, whatever they did. She uh, she's getting mocked because she goes out there. She starts doing a French accent to, while she's talking to the scientist in the COVID nineteen lab in France. Um, is really creepy and off-putting, and she does this thing where she laughs. You have you seen this? The con- the the, the Kamala laugh? laugh. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, that. isn't that off-putting? Yeah, it's demonic. <laughs> it's, it's, demonic. I'm, it's demonic, and I'm just now labeling. As you have probably witnessed, my meltdown in the group chat. I I, I think everything is pretty much demonic at this point. Uh huh. No, no doubt. Well, then that brings up an uh, important question: Is Kamala Harris a demon or an alien? Yes. No demon. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Uh, you really have me scrambling here. Car, it's only been 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, we've got a uh, we've got some interesting stuff on the FBI front. Did you everybody see this breaking? What? Yeah. What FBI? Uh, the FBI that is a terrorist organization in the United States. Oh, that FBI. What's yeah. the interesting? <laughs> Uh, so apparently there was a whistleblower in the FBI that is leaking documents indicating that Merrick Garland, the attorney, attorney general uh, of the U.S., after testifying in Congress that he was not doing this, 
was in fact mobilizing FBI units to use counterterrorism tactics against parents who were complaining about critical race theory and mandatory <laughs> vaccines. <laughs> and this is like breaking basically today. Um, and Man. so, like, I mean, he's, finally, you know, finally something breaks on a Tuesday. I know, I mean, right? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't you know how you know how uh, thing you know how you you could have a lot of people and you have a thing called uh, CRT, critical yeah. race theory, and people are really afraid of it. I you still know don't know a good what way is. to stop them is to start arresting them. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll make them less afraid. So, yeah, right. <laughs> Like, I, by the way, Carr, you just said a very wise statement. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either, Carr. Yeah. I don't, don't I'm really not going to say it exists. No, but me I mean, neither. But, you want me to go into a neither did most of the terrorists. Of, didn't I, think, the yeah, I think this is a giant. I think the whole thing's a giant moral panic, and it's, <laughs> you know, it is, but it's okay because people are getting arrested by the FBI. It's, well, anyway, so I don't know what the hell's going to happen here, but if, I, I mean, well, I know what the hell's going to happen here, and nobody's going to go to jail over it, but. Uh, uh, I mean, I, my understanding is that Merrick Garland came out basically and explicitly said the FBI wasn't doing this. I mean, just like the, <laughs> just like the NSA director explicitly said that they weren't spying on American citizens. Mr. Garland, is the FBI doing this? No. Nope. And then the no. whistleblower a week later. <laughs> toot toot. Yeah. Toot toot. What did they – wait, but now what – so what was the goal? I don't understand. I, I, I mean, I think to just to bully parents into accepting, I don't know, mandatory vaccines yeah. or CRT or whatever it is. I don't know. Who the fuck knows anymore? You, all right. Here's the deal. Here's Those the deal. kids are going to go to school and they're going to think critically about race. <laughs> all right. You got it. <laughs> you know, you got it. G Gabiche. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know either, man. I think it's, it's a, uh, I think, I mean, I, my, I got, I have to imagine that it was less about CRT and more about like mask and va vaccine. Mandates. Oh yeah, that, without a that's doubt. That's what I would, what I would guess. You're going to wear this mask, right? Which is, it's probably, you know, now that I think about it, it's probably why they're putting CRT at the top of the headline is because oh. it's such a huge distraction and everybody, and all the Republicans are going to freak out about I'll it. I'll tell you what, maybe we should have a little bit more CMT. All right. In America. All right. A little more critical mask theory. I think we should have a little oh, more of that. Okay. That right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Mm. <laughs> if, if See, only, listeners, if uh, mail, mail in. Let liberals us know knew that. how contradictory they were being. They would stop mm. being that way, and they, yeah. we would be able to think a no, little bit more rationally and critically about things. No, That's no. what I. But my, my guess, my guess is. <laughs> My guess is Republicans are going to latch onto the fact that it was about CRT. They're going to uh -huh. kick that political football back and forth uh -huh. forever, and then nobody's going to, you know, have to be accountable. Yeah, it seems I'm like all right with that. Yeah, sure, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, anymore. what? I mean, who cares? Yeah, I, anything that me. disrupts teachers is fine. Yeah, anything teachers... that throws a wrench in the fucking machinery of, you know, <laughs> the education system, I'm all right with. In in the COVID nineteen era of being a teacher, you basically are are a welfare junkie. Yeah, I, it's yeah. A, it's you're not really doing program. a job. Yeah, <laughs> what what are you actually doing other than collecting money from the government or someone being paid to give you money who works for the government? That's yeah. that's all you're doing. So yeah, it's, why not? Like the whole uh, taking over the school boards thing, this new kind of brand of localism that's catching fire and on on the right. Um, I I love it. I fucking love it. Do you? I just don't. New, know. New Hampshire had like parents fucking assaulting people. Well, like, the, is, the yeah. New Hampshire state police had to come in and like arrest people and like kick people out because they were getting that crazy. And I fucking love it. Yeah, and that I mean, was about I imagine attending a school board meeting. Well, right, exactly. That's kind of my point. Like, I like I love to see. It's hard to shore my I energy to, up. For I that. love yeah. to see that, but it's like I just don't. I guess I don't understand why the homeschooling thing. Like, it's why why even I I, I can't imagine participating in public school boards. I think you know I mean? in some, you know, in some areas. That's because you're not Island, a Marxist. That's well, true. right. Yeah, that could be it. You, you don't that's get true. it. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand the eternal science, okay? It's it's very simple. Austrian folks just don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, man. I I do know in some counties, at least in Long Island, um, which is a very odd statement. If you just say I'm only talking about Long Island here, I really don't know about anywhere else. The school boards are the local governments. Which yeah. is a hell of a design, really, when yeah. you think about it. But uh, maybe, you know, maybe. I don't know. It just feels like it's an insurmountable. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. but That's uh, one of those events there you roll up to in khaki Maybe you pan. are. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I don't know how wrong I Did am. Did you see the guy who was at a school board meeting and he was talking about 
it was about critical race theory, and the guy was like, you know what? I'm going to get 1,000 of my soldiers to show up. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna be locked and loaded at the next meeting. Did you see this? No. Where was this? It's uh, some guy who identified. I don't know if he identified as a as a, a Black Lives Matter uh, uh, organizer or if he uh, or some sort of black militia man. And he was basically talking about critical race theory. And then the crowd started booing him. So he was like, you know what? Next time I'm gonna show up with one thousand soldiers. Sweet. All right. <laughs> Now, that's the kind of PTA meeting or school board meeting that I could probably get down yeah. with attending. Are you saying you do? Well, it has to lead up to that, Bird. You have to make that happen. Oh, you yeah. have to get the invite. Yeah, you have to get to the point where one guy's threatening to bring a thousand of his soldiers. Yeah, yeah. I understand. So when is TLE going to be covering the first, like, school board <laughs> mutual <Massacre>. shootout? Massacre. <laughs> school, board school board massacre. pushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, the... <laughs> That's a hell of a. That's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie right there. Maybe that's soon. gonna change everything, man. Maybe soon. We have been getting bombed. I have to say, uh, in the news recently, you had said TLE has. Yeah, because you know, here's the deal. You had just said it, Aaron. That that finally, there's some news on a Wednesday. Well, in I just in one week, Evergrande defaulted. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden. We're the number one Joe Biden tracking podcast in America. He shit himself, and this is in one week. He shit himself in front of the Pope. We got to that, luckily. He farted and stared down a British royal. We got to that, luckily. And then we missed that he called a historic black baseball player a great Negro. Yeah. We missed that one. (laughs) We missed that one. It's a rough time for us. Carr, what was the the sound you made, the first sound you made uh, when you got the double whammy of the Wednesday and Thursday news? What was the sound that you made? Just, Just... Just <laughs> a couple just noises. Yeah, yeah, it's getting really difficult. What uh, did did you now? Did you cover the Evergrande thing? Did I? What on my yeah, program on the signal? Uh, I did a while ago, but not anything recently. Any new I, stuff? So they I officially was, defaulted. I, was, I don't know that they did. I think I, I was texting with Jake uh, today or yesterday, and I think they were able to sneak in a sufficient payment at like basically the eleventh hour. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So they haven't defaulted. I think that's the deal. I can I can scroll back through my text, but I. Aaron, think what are you doing? Yeah, half the reason why you don't show up to the show is because you have we have you working the Evergrande thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out on, <laughs> the, uh, out on the field. Yeah. Why why aren't they collapsing yet, man? I don't understand. This is going to be um, very good for the I thought that the, the plan show. was for them to be restructured. That the Chinese government was going to um, restructure them. That was the last I heard. I, I didn't hear that they uh, made made one final di- last ditch payment. I thought they did that, and then they defaulted. <laughs> that, that would be pretty great. Why would they restructure? What's that doing? I think just I mean, to, <clears throat> to to pull cash and restructure the debt at a lower, you know, maybe a longer term. Uh, yeah, sell off some assets. Yeah, something. sell off some like empty buildings that are always on the verge of collapse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, what, the yeah, ones sell, made sell out of tapioca. Things. Sell off some slaves. I mean, workers, yeah. you know, I some, mean, uh, yeah, like, whatever yeah. you need to do. Scrap some copper. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you can do. Whatever you can do. Uh, Biden took another major L, um, or I don't know what you want to call it. Xi Jinping, our boy, a friend of the mm-hmm. show, been on many yeah. times, uh, described President Biden as an old friend on Monday night. <laughs> and that really irked Biden like a lot uh, for obvious reasons, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, at least obvious to the people who listen to this show. Although it's a not as good as a face to face meeting. I'm very happy to see my old friend. That's cute. That's what yeah. uh, take a guess at Xi Jinping's age. I don't know. 70. Yeah, I'll say he's in his late 60s. 65. Or 70s. Now, now take it. How old is Joe Biden? 78 three you guys nailed you nailed that car you nailed both of them aaron you got the first one 68 years old xi jinping 78 years old biden yeah yeah that's right a a little alarming i I feel like Um, hey as long as uh xi jinping keeps buying hunter biden's crayon drawings then uh joe biden (laughs) should be happy you know about those do you yeah that 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 is a something worth covering on an actual episode i don't know about this Oh yeah, he's Hunter is a painter. Oh God, you know yeah, about this? prolific artist. No, yeah, a prolific artist. I mean, he is traded. His art is traded alongside like some serious artists. In wow. fact, uh, uh, someone pretty close to the inner circle. Uh, uh, let's just say 
uh, knows someone who sells art at the same auctions that uh, Biden is selling his art. Okay. And so these are these are some highfalutin auctions. A lot yeah. of laundering, I assume, is going oh, on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically all it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the important question for the listeners to figure out for themselves is who paints better, Hunter or George Bush? And I actually mm. think it's Hunter. Really? Um, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I, I do think Hunter's a better painter. What? Uh, um, can I probe uh, your reasoning for that? Um, there seems like, I don't know, a technical efficiency. And uh, uh, I also think uh, George Bush makes a lot of very simplistic, kind of creepy art. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of like faces and people, like a lot of Jim Carrey type stuff that's just okay. kind of yeah. off-putting and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I think there's a little more technical uh, proficiency from Hunter, which is good because as a former crack addict, he's, he's creating a lot of outsider art. And he's and, probably uh, more on our page. We're probably oh, oh we, I hunters are boy. That's the yeah. thing is yeah. people don't understand is is hunter it, hunters a lot like Jack mm-hmm. uh, from Twitter where he's adjacently like good for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and otherwise, uh, you know, we kind of just l- leave him be. Uh, he's a wackadoo for sure. Biden, and this is the elder Biden, said, "Let's get something straight." Uh, we know one another well. We're not old friends. It's just purely business, you know, just rebuffing it. And then if that didn't do enough, Jen Psaki later on reminded Pisaki. everybody, Psaki, Jen Psaki, sorry, reminded everybody <laughs> that Biden does, still, you relax, still mm-hmm. does not consider Xi an old friend. So that remains consistent. He's consistently Terrible. not considered uh, one of the most powerful uh, men in the world, not a friend. Uh, not, old so, friend. not old friend. Not you know, old friend. You know the context of that, right? What do you mean? The context of Xi Jinping saying that. No. Um, no. So he was talking about how it would be in America's best interest if they don't fuck around and find out as far as Taiwan goes. Oh, yes, that's right. I do remember them saying that. And oh, is that this week? Yeah. Uh, they would be playing with fire. Right. And didn't we issue some kind of statement saying, yeah, it's in our best interest that it, we treat it as a one China uh, yeah. policy? Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, I guess it's not that wild. but Yeah, fuck Taiwan. <laughs> not, now that they're not making my graphics cards that yeah. I don't want to spend $3,000 on. Fuck chop, em. chop on those graphics cards for real. Maybe you can get some friends back in the United States. I, I agree. I'm trying to that. get a fucking Xbox One X for Christmas. Dude, and it's not I got to get a gaming PC and Taiwan is just not pulling their end of the bargain. Nope. And so, so you know em. what happens, Taiwan? We support China on this show. Wow. <laughs> That's why we get us our graphics. Number one China supporting. Co- yeah. <laughs> number one yeah. rape tracking, number one Biden tracking, and number one China supporting podcast. Yeah. It's something that Biden Ooh. himself is engaged my, my in a lot of. all coming together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> yes. all coming together. All coming together. Good. Oh, uh, what else do we have? Well, um, <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, some very good news. I don't know if you guys saw this, but CNN, <laughs> they're very brave. They put out a, a piece, an opinion piece, calling for Americans to thank the media in the same way that the military are thanked oh, for I protecting our freedoms, yeah. saying the stakes have never been higher. Not only did the guy who created the piece say the press isn't the enemy, it's the protector. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to get your opinion on this one first. How do you feel about that? I see a, a wry smile from um. you. Should we pre- I was just say thinking, thank like, you for your my, publishing. My my libertarian, my post libertarian brain is like, yeah, actually, that's uh, that's about right. Journalists in the military do do protect freedom at about the same level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, I think I tweeted something about that like immediately. I was like, can't think about two groups of people who have protected my freedom less than <laughs> than the media who's terror like in, inciting people uh, to treat me as a terrorist for not being vaccinated. I think the, we're uh, in the media though, Carr. Oh, that's concerning. Wait, are we yeah. journalists? Do we need to do we need to kill ourselves live on air? <laughs> <laughs> to be, just to be consistent, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned libertarians. I can't think of many things more in line with the mainstream libertarian uh, uh, party type mindset than actually saying yes, indeed, the media should be be supported and told thank you for our service. So yes. maybe there maybe there is a little room to move here. Um, this was uh, Holt 
who wrote this? Uh, Joseph Holt, University of Notre Dame professor who wrote the article. Mm. Uh, also asked Very when prestigious. Sarah Sanders was an enemy of the people. Yeah, he said no, not sure. The real enemy of the American people, he wrote, uh, are seeking to undermine our democracy, and they would do nothing more than to sh- love to do nothing more than to shut down the press. He declares that the press is made up of some human beings who sometimes make mistakes. <laughs> and then he got, got, writes on that the press at its best is like a guardian angel that caringly and capably protects us from harm. Really interesting stuff. I mean, that is, uh, you know, sometimes I wonder with the opinion it's very pieces. very paternal. If, yeah, well, yeah, very paternal. I wonder with the opinion pieces sometimes if anybody who's publishing them goes, do you think we're doing the wrong thing here? And I think the answer is no. Um, and I also would love to know if there was a anybody who agrees with the article. Again, other than like mainstream libertarians and Democrats. I, I can't, I don't understand the what they're going for there. But um, as members of the media, I also think maybe we should hop on board with this. Um, as we can claim at least somewhere that we're the intellectual elite and that we are yeah. protecting our listeners from harm. We are the bulwark for for all, for our audience to shield them from disinformation. I think it's a great thing. <laughs> I think that's the line we should be going it's, for. So you know what, TLE, thank you for We have a deontological obligation to shield our listeners from f- fake news. Wrong think, even. Yeah, yeah wrong think. Very true. Hmm. Very, very true. Uh, how you feeling? You guys feeling good? It was a slow yeah. news week. I'll I'm feeling you. a lot better now. I can tell you that. I feel feeling like I better. have a sense of purpose. I got. Uh... I want to ask. I, I want to put a question out to you too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I think it's a commonly held belief in, in our circle that um, universities are gen- generally left wing. Would you agree or disagree, and why? Um, go ahead, Bird. Fuck you, Kyle. Oh my God! Wow, (laughs) unreal. I think uh, universities universities are one part of a system that uh, works to create mindless sheep who help support the system. Uh, I I I don't really know whether or not they're left or right wing, but they definitely work in service of the elite uh, most Mm. of the time. Uh, The entire college credentialing process is based around these inane social justice classes that, as usual, are used by class elites to distract people from class struggle. So I, I don't know if that's left or right wing, but I, it's definitely the, they are the enemy of any person who desires to see some sort of a, a, a populist movement of any kind. Um, Carr, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that the like the, the gut, the, the like uh, knee jerk reaction is to say that they're left wing. I think that the more important thing is that they're, that they're the last bit of social conditioning for the intelligentsia or the people who are going to rise to middle management and up uh, yeah. to, to follow order or to lit, you know, to the, the phrases that you always hear to listen to the experts, to listen to the science. And in the context of the last year and a half, that's been the science about COVID, which has manifested itself into the American left politics um, but, you know, in 2003, it manifested itself into the American right of just following the experts and yeah. saying, hey, the CIA knows there's weapons of mass destruction, so we've got to go take out Saddam Hussein. Like, yeah. so I, I, I think it's just it, it, it has a aesthetic of left wing academia. But the more important thing is that it's just training people to follow, quote unquote, the science, which you could say that is yes. a very pro- yeah. progressive idea from a progressive era, um, which I guess is you know, I, I really I, left or right. It just depends on how you define it, I guess. But really, it's just training people to, to follow orders. It's like a big cult of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For the intellectual leader, the intelligentsia. I, I, I can't think of a single institution. Besides, you could argue the medical industry and not all of them are even considered intelligentsia. Doctors are another separate power class, really, although they, they probably interact a lot. The intelli- The only reason why the intelligentsia have any hegemony at all is because people are inculcated in universities to respect the academic tradition, uh, which it doesn't actually tell you anything about what the person engaged in it is saying. And they just now happen to be mostly parroting left-wing stuff. Um, but again, like Harb, you bring up the best point, when there's war to be had, 
Yeah. Uh, they're absolutely happy parroting as much right-wing stuff as possible. Um, and even, I would argue, <clears throat> you know, this concept of labeling people as uh, terrorists if they don't want to get a vaccination, which is, you know, practically speaking, an idea brought up by people like Michelle Wu, um, who is both intelligentsia and medical industry. Um, that's arguably right-wing. Um, certainly that sort of uh, pointing out the people who need to be blackballed moral panic style. The only times I've ever thought about that in the past is it has been associated with the right wing. I don't know if the act itself is right wing. I think the point is it's more fluid as to what side of the culture war needs to be fought, but it's always in service of the intellectual elite and the medical industry. All right. The reason why I asked that is because I've been doing some cursory examinations of uh, the makeup of Ivy League University boards. Mm-hmm. And um, it, the pattern I've noticed is probably three quarters of the board members are from holding companies like large investment <laughs> banks. Yeah, nice. And then uh, you'll have somebody from the military, uh, like, a for, like a retired admiral. And then you'll have a, a sprinkling of like diversity, equity and inclusion hires for good measure. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority are either. Um, and, and another thing I noticed is that when they leave that board um, and get replaced, they either start their own holding company or they get into investment banking. Yeah. <laughs> well, OK. Yeah. yeah. Does, how does the relationship to banks tell you something about left or right as far as culture uh, goes? I, I think that points to um, maybe left wing on the ground, but, uh, you know, I don't want to say like free market because obviously that's that's not free market, but definitely um, uh, capitalist. <laughs> woke yeah. capital, are you yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, woke yeah. capital. Yeah, woke uh, capital and, is a real problem. And the the other thing too is like I just I'm I have never been super confident with the definitions of left or right, and I, I've heard. You know, I, I can't remember who I was. Some somebody that was like on the show or something like that, talking about how the difference between left wing and right wing is time preference. And you know, like I, I can see that, and, and and I'm not necessarily disagreeing, but I, I, whoever it was was also talking about how like this COVID response was left wing, right? But it could easily have been right. It it it, yeah. it didn't have it didn't the have difference to be is just wing. aesthetics. It's yeah it, yeah yeah. It it, I was going to say because I, I remember very early yeah, on yeah, that it, conservatives it, were pretty much down with the lockdowns because that, they viewed oh, yeah. it as one of those um, iron fist government responses. Yeah. Conservatives yeah, and, love shit like that. Oh yeah, for sure. And not only that, but like you could you could certainly could say okay, oh wear a mask. That's personal responsibility, right? Like that's a very very uh, yeah. You, uh, remember that the left was very much against the vaccine. Now it's the yeah. left pushing. You know, it does, the, the, those things. We say that the COVID response is left wing, but it's not. It's agnostic. It just happens to have manifested itself in its most tyrannical form on the American left in the last year. But that's yeah. not it's not inherently left or right wing. Yeah, you could say the same thing about like climate change in that in that context. Right. Like you could argue that client that fighting climate change is an incredibly low time preference activity. Right. Um, no, absolutely. I think if, anytime if you're <laughs> deferring to authority, um, deferring to or centralizing and deferring to authority, uh, I think that's inherently right wing, right? Yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying. Probably, like, you, yeah. you, you, you're, so what are you doing with climate, fighting climate change? That uh, depends on how you're fighting. I, yeah, I mean I know, I, I, but I mean I'm just saying like <clears throat> it's super like you. I could just as easily frame it as a right wing thing as a left wing. It just has manifested itself on the American left. Yeah, yeah. but it's not inherently one or the other. No, the it's it's honestly I feel like if the left wing didn't have such media hegemony. They would probably would be whoever controlled that would be able to tailor the public image of whatever the actual power grab is into ah. whatever they want it to be. But this leads um, me into my next thing. I, I, I to, to preface this, I've been reading some uh, Michael Parenti, who's a uh, Marxist Leninist, I guess, his historian slash philosopher. And um, I would, I would argue that um, the media is for the most part center, right? With center right and then, you know, moderate right 
when you get into like Fox News and OAN. Yeah. And I all think that. I think there's dude like if I talk with my progressive friends, like not the dummies, but like the ones that are that are actually pretty well versed, like mm-hmm. they, they they can frame it like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. I, I I kind of I guess disagree, but I don't really disagree on like that much. I mean, yeah, you can make the argument that a lot of this shit is is right wing. It's just it comes down to what your definition of right and left are. And and for me, I just I don't know, man. I, I to me the more political bandying about of right versus left it, it just never seems to provide any more clarity because there's no real clear definition of what either of them are not one that's yeah universal. i'm not i'm also not taken by the argument that it's center right but i don't know what the what the how how you would even really tell would be because it certainly seems like there's plenty of things that make the news that i look at and i go i don't see how that services an american right wing at all Mm-hmm. And sometimes, by the way, I think when you when people say center right, what they mean is the people currently in power are staying in power, which yeah. is sure. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just I, I think aesthetically the way that the media um, seems to lean is center left, if anything. And I suppose that's just because of all of the socialism that's constantly be, and, and not just any kind of socialism, but that highly egalitarian um, social justice uh, guilt. <laughs> type that that's very left wing at least as uh i've been listening to you aaron reading uh kaczynski's manifesto and it seems to be one of the qualities of the left is that guilt trip thing and the media is all about that Um, yeah but uh, yeah but i mean could 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 i not argue the same uh during the war on terror Uh, oh no i'm talking i yes yes which is why i think the media is a tool and the people who currently have control of it are more left than right. I would never argue it's the news is essentially on, on so the left or right. I have an excerpt from a, a book by Michael Parenti called Contrary Notions, and it actually talks about John Stossel. Okay. Said, uh, <laughs> okay. When ABC correspondent John Stossel belatedly emerged as a laissez-faire ideologue announcing, it's my job to explain the beauties of the free market, his career took off. An ardent supporter of chemicalized agribusiness, Stossel claimed that organic food could kill you and catastrophic <laughs> global warming is a myth he called for the privatization of social security the curbing of environmental education and the celebration of greed is a good thing for the economy instead of being challenged for his one-sided views, stossel was given a seven-figure contract and a starring role in numerous tv specials that's just one example you also have a uh, um D- david horowitz who started yeah. off as a radical leftist and then when reagan came along yeah, uh, had yeah. like a come to jesus moment and then got all kinds of book deals and TV yep. series and all that. And um, it talk, he talks about uh, Rush Limbaugh, um, Fox News. Yeah, um, other than Fox News, you you did – everyone you named so far is either affiliated in some way with Fox News as far as getting on television or they're not on television. Hmm. And – I, think, I guess it depends on like how they became fit. like you become mega famous and mega rich. You're incentivized to if, if you want to really break out in that world to become like a quasi dissenter from the hard right. You know, what the other thing is, is, is first of all, I think if you're talking about publishing, there's much more um, diversity of thought in publishing than there is in the four major news networks. Yeah. There's more diversity in publishing. But also, the way that a lot of people get their news is mediated in a way that would prefer left-wing politics, which is through social media, which I think is a lot easier to see. Social media organizations... Nowadays, yeah. This was written in, like, 2004, so... Oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. I think social media organizations and the algorithms they keep and the rule sets that they have... Um, do prefer boosting stories uh, and enforcing rules that someone could make a case for being more in service of the left wing than the right wing. Mm. And, and, so and would you say that that's a seismic thing. shift, that social media caused a seismic shift in um, ideology as far as uh, you know news consumption goes? Yeah, probably. And, and again, Was it a I think seismic it's more, shift? Uh, it's uh, everything I do is seismic, baby. Um, <laughs> That's I, right. I, I think, yeah, I think that social media also just happened to be taken over by woke capital. 
I do think mm -hmm. woke capital is funding social media and just about everything else. Not to mention, woke capital is a, a good way of saying um, I'm ignoring the fact that there are plenty of foreign interests trying to destroy this country's culture and send the entire country into a, a chaotic hellspin. And so besides woke capital, which is literally doing that, there are plenty of foreign investors uh, among enemy countries or enemy um, families, uh, lots of wealthy people who would make a lot of money seeing the United States completely collapse. And so I think they also fund these uh, chaos agents. Uh, it's a lot of things going on. And I think, you know, one thing that the news does really well is stir up chaos. Didn't seem to always be that way, but it certainly is now. And that's just works in service not only to people on the left who prefer this style of, you know, going out and um, confusing old ways. I also think that the same thing happens for people who are enemies in the country. Is, is the more confusion that you can spread around through the media, the better. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, there you go. How about... We take our feet up, clean, clean yourselves off. We're going to do a game, short game, of Manson versus Biden. Oh, man, here we go. Going a throwback. From I, I, I was going to be angry, but now I'm, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> this is only, five, only a five-question teaser okay. because I like to keep up with this. We are the number one Biden tracking podcast in America. We like to keep up with this. You guys know how the game works. Basically, I'm going to read a quote out. Aaron, I'm going to write your name down on this piece of paper. And Carr, I'm going to write your name down. How did right you spell here. it? Uh, two A's. All right. Yeah. What do Keep you think? Keep two A's on the wheel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unreal. Unreal. He was, he's working on that one all night. You know how the game works. I'll read the quotes. You say who they came from, Charles Manson or Joe Biden. Winner feels good about it. Loser feels bad. First question. Fear of Vikings builds castles. Charles Manson or Joe Biden? I'm going to say Manson. Yeah, I'll go Manson. Fear of Vikings builds castles. That's Charles Manson. Boys, All right. yeah. starting strong, starting right, that strong. That was the easy one. Mm -hmm. Number two. You know, you go back to World War II, African Americans were used as experimental. They were like oh, guinea gosh. pigs in terms of they were, you know, and that's how the quote ends. Oh, that's Biden. Good. Yeah, I think I got to go Biden here, too, unfortunately. That's a Biden quote. You guys are, <laughs> this is a strong one today. This well, is this is our fourth today. time playing the game, so we've yeah. Yeah, honed, honed our skills. I was a beatnik in the 50s before the hippies came along. It's got to be Manson, right? Hmm. Yeah, but Biden's 78, we said. Yeah, it's got to be Manson. Wow, you guys are doing a great job. That was Charles Manson. Hell yeah. This is really, really going well for you. Okay. Think of the people. If your kid wanted to find out whether or not there was a man on the moon or whatever. I'm going to go with Manson. Biden. Car camping in the lead. Oh, is he going to win a game? Is he going to win a game the on people, the show? If your kid wanted to find out whether there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever. That's a great one, man. That, that is a great one. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. That's Manson. Got to be Manson. You're both saying Manson. It's a Biden quote. Oh, wow. That's a Biden quote. Wow. Here's the full quote. Here's the full quote. No, I mean it. I'm not being facetious. Democrats and Republicans. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The fact is, you can't look at that television and say nothing happened on the sixth. Wow. It has right. nothing to do with with and nothing to do with Satan reincarnated, and he just slips that in. Just slips it right on in. Uh, all right. The next one. Car, you are in the lead by one point, by the way. When you're appealing to people's fears and anxieties, you can make some gains. Manson. I'm going to go Biden here. Car camping. Oh, Car camping. does he bring it's it home? It's a Biden oh. quote. Five, yeah. three. Five, That's three. it. I lose, right? 
Yeah, yeah. There's Hell one yeah. more question, though. Right. There's one more question, and it's worth I'm, two I'm points. I'm playing for pride now. And it's worth yeah. two points. Get out of here, Bird. you got to give me this win. <laughs> I've oh, adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time. Picture no. in the Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Car camp it. You won. That's your, yeah. first, that's, that's your first win. on First win line. ever in four and goddamn years. Four hey, by years. the way. Uh, speaking of four years and milestones, I was uh, uploading my episode of The Signal, which went up yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. two days ago, rather. Um, and I noticed that we, if we have not by now, we will be with this episode crossing a half million downloads. That's true. Yes, I noticed that as well. We are. Wow. TLE is a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. And we get, what, a dollar a download? So, I mean, we're, we're good. We can retire. Yeah. That's exactly 43 right. Cents. That's, yeah, yeah. 43 cents to download. Yeah, after your yeah, yeah, all of the FICO. Yeah. And, you know, the bullshit and whatnot. There's some good news KBL. on the timeline, boys. Uh, the National Guard, I don't know if you saw this, the National Guard of Oklahoma. Did you see this? No, I didn't. National Guard of Oklahoma is rejecting the Pentagon's coronavirus vaccine mandate. Sweet. Now, like President, President Joe Biden mandated that all military members have to be vaccinated. However... The Oklahoma National Guard says it's taking its orders from Governor Kevin Stint instead. Army Brigadier General Thomas Mancino, shout out to Thomas Mancino, wrote in a memo that no member of the Oklahoma National Guard will be required to get vaccinated. Cool. Good for them. That's awesome. Further states, no negative administrative or legal action will be taken against guardsmen who refuse to be vaccinated. In part, the statement cites 32 Title 32 of the U.S. Code that says a National Guard is a state-controlled and federally funded entity and takes orders from the governor and his designated chain of command. Continuing, it says it is illegal, unethical, and against our sworn oaths for Oklahoma National Guard to not follow the governor's order. And therefore, he still has the authority. And so the Oklahoma National Guard is going with him. I expect to see a couple of other National Guards to do the same thing. Uh, I'd like to see that out of Texas. Like to see that out of Florida. I'd like to see that out of a couple of places. Shout out to Oklahoma for Um, stepping up. I have a request for any of our Alabama listeners. Uh, Their national—they don't have a national guard, right? They have like a Alabama guard or something. Uh, I didn't. I don't know about that. Looking that up. So when I pulled into Mobile, Alabama, for my ship's commissioning, uh, they were out on the pier, like running security detail, and I noticed like. They didn't have any like American flags or anything. They just had like the Alabama flag. Oh, really? And I was like, huh. And uh, and then I just kind of forgot about that. But I thought it was interesting. And, yeah, that is and, interesting. I'm looking into that now. I think you're right about that. Um, but I can't I can't tell you this quickly. But I think you're right about that from a brief overview. So what? Then Alabama National Guard, Alabama. Car Campit. What about your National Guard, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I, I, well, I think they report, no, they report to the, to the U S I assume. Well, I don't know. I mean, I Arcadia's don't know how this... national guard reports to the U S Oh, car. Are you talking about Carcadia? You're talking about car. I thought yeah, you were, you were rounding. Minister. I think you, I thought you were, I thought you were rounding. We have a one man national guard and he doesn't report to anybody. <laughs> Typical. You put that on your Tinder, Typical Tinder weekend warrior. Yeah, that's my, one uh, man national guard who doesn't report to anybody. Yeah, that's my tank top. Doesn't right show there. up to drill. Yeah. Leaves after a week. Yeah. Drill. Unreal. Mostly I plays give, volleyball. Uh, I want to give our listeners. that college money, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to give our listeners some tips before uh, we let them go. For the, for the four female listeners out there, I was doing some research. I think this is very important. You guys uh, uh, realize this. Winter's on the way, right? Yeah. And winter is cold. This is something that uh, we, we, we've all experienced. Uh, it turns out winter vagina could be a thing. Hmm. So check this out. When the temperature drops, heating gets switched on. It wreaks havoc on your skin. Dry skin, chapped lips, they become a problem. Hand cream, lip balm. All kinds of stuff is necessary. And guess what? That's not the only part of your body that gets affected. You know what else gets affected? Your vagina. A former midwife and senior clinical nurse, Mary Burke, told The Sun, this is where I'm getting the report from, that women may well suffer with vaginal dryness through the winter months. So here's the deal. When you're in an air-conditioned room with, or you have the heating on, there's very little moisture that's going to be around. you got to keep that 
pussy moist, ladies. <laughs> and so, uh, listen, Carr, I'm doing a service here. There are, however, yeah. some experts that disagree. Dr. Jen Gunter. Great. She name. sounds like one of. She sounds like a great disagreeer. Yeah. Great disagreeer. She has denied ideas that weather changes affect a lady's vagina, and she also has debunked the concept of the summer vagina, which is basically the female equivalent of the swamp ass, which I'm <laughs> sure our male listeners are familiar with. She mm -hmm. said that vaginal dryness has nothing to do with the temperature outside. It's rather caused by low estrogen level, some medications, and thrush. No. A quote from Gunter, quote, vaginas function quite well in all seasons. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, well, well what the fuck does she know? Yeah. But yeah, here's my problem. Listen, quote, the vagina maintains a steady temperature because it is inside your body, and human body temperature only rises with the outside temperature when someone is suffering from heat stroke. Debates aside, vaginal dry dryness, severely debilitating condition, can affect women of all ages. My thing is, you know, that woman works for the pharmaceutical industry, and she's talking about how you might need medication to fix that problem yeah. instead of just changing. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree because... Yeah. On this podcast, we like the pharmaceutical industry. We like lot. pharmaceutical um, female CEOs. Mm -hmm. That's we why like we have $58,000 in our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> a week. <laughs> we, have, yeah, yeah, we have one uh, subscriber one that dumps 58000 and mysteriously also the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you should uh, be talking about. To to wrap it up, and you notice I didn't have a king of the week. This is this is going to be a short king of the week. This cropped up on the timeline. Roger Stone was he, he in jail? He shared a really odd social media post, uh, and it reads, "Quote: Since I don't have a biological heir, and because the freedom movement needs future warriors, I am going to freeze some of my sperm in case Laura Loomer decides to bear my children." Sometime in the future. Gross. <laughs> gross. So, yeah, pretty gross. Great, more year Jews. 28-year-old Laura Loomer. 28-year-old <laughs> Laura Loomer. No response from her as to whether or not she's uh, down for it. But uh, Laura... Get that turkey baker out. Come on. Yeah, that she uh, looks like the uh, cl like clown on a tricycle guy from uh, Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Billy. Like, no makeup needed. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, they it's a love thing. It's a love thing. we got to keep the love, share the sperm uh, with, uh, what is she? Is she a journalist? What is she? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Actually, Laura, you're welcome on the show. Nah. <laughs> Explain what you do. And are. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Roger Stone, you're taking king of the week there because that's yeah. a, just a great We're all host. about cum. We're all about cum. We, we think cum yep. is a great thing. Anything to do with cum, we're for it. Huge fans. Huge fans of cum. Um, the last thing I have is this interesting story. In, in your neck of the woods, Car Campit, or, well, actually, not in your neck of the woods, uh, but nearby, northern South Carolina, police mm -hmm. were called to wrangle a loose pig that was so massive it broke open the owner's trailer. So they, 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 the police are driving down the street. They find this giant hog that wanders loose onto the roadway. I saw pictures of this hog. Is it Laura Loomer? It, <laughs> it's, it's that that hog's name? Laura Loomer. Loomer. <laughs> Laura Loomer. Broke into the trailer. The, the pig was, understand this, they had to use a horse trailer to get the pig home. It's the size of a horse, this pig. Yeah. The pig's Pigs name, get fucking big. Papa Pig. That was the name of the pig, was Papa Pig. And cool. he certainly was a papa. Yeah. That is, that is for sure. Um, but that's all I have. That's, like, that's all I don't know I've if you've got. ever been to, like, uh, county or state fairs or whatever and, like, went to the little 4-H agriculture section. But, like, their fucking pigs get fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> and they have dry vaginas. <laughs> they All may have right. dry vaginas. All right. <laughs> All right. I think uh, that's got to wrap it up there. I'll I think that's got to be all it. I'll wrap it up. 
Uh, anything else? Aaron, thank we... you for having charged headphones this week. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. it. Well, I have one charged headphone. So I, <laughs> he I only... couldn't even get both. Jeez. He couldn't even get both. That's fine. Unreal. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, go listen to uh, The Signal. Go listen to Boys Down with Aaron. Dropped a couple days before mine. And until uh, next hey, week. Yeah. Two hands on the wheel. He really moosed you there. Just kind of. Yeah, I know. Adding yeah. that in on Friday. I had After to. not posting one for three months. And then yeah. the elf, of course, not me. The elf gets the number wrong. That was a powerful move. Yeah. What can you say? What can you say? Car, how many uh, hands are we keeping on? I already said. I already said. What? Set. Leave what? him alone. All I right. didn't even know we were still recording. Oh, well, we're going to stop recording then. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Ha, 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 ha.